Welcome to More Attention, Less Deficit, the free podcast version of the book, More Attention, Less Deficit, Success Strategies for Adults with ADHD, available at addwarehouse.com and pretty much everywhere else. I'm psychologist Dr. Ari Tuckman, author of More Attention, Less Deficit, and Integrative Treatment for Adult ADHD, a practical, easy-to-use guide for clinicians. For more information about either book, archives of this podcast, and information about upcoming teleclasses and presentations, check out adultadhdbook.com. Welcome to the episode, Hindsight and Forethought, Using the Past and Future to Guide the Present. With age comes wisdom, usually. After going through an experience once or twice, ideally, ideally we learn something that will make the next time better. The struggle for most people with ADHD is to apply that wisdom in the heat of the moment. If you were to ask them beforehand how to best handle a particular situation, they could tell you. If you were to ask them afterwards, they can tell you how they could have handled it better. Unfortunately, this knowledge doesn't translate reliably enough into doing the right thing at the right time. The snag occurs when they aren't able to use their hindsight, also known as wisdom, to guide their actions in the moment. The reason is that we need to stop for a moment to think before acting in order to have time to bring back the lessons of those past experiences. This is that crucial pause I talked about in the podcast response inhibition. For too many people with ADHD, they've already leaped before looking and only afterward realize that they're in trouble. As a result, they're often in a position of having to explain why they did something that even they know wasn't such a good idea why they bought something from a telemarketer without getting all the details, and and why they used the butter knife to pry off the lid of the paint can. The problem is that there are no good explanations, since they know they made a bad decision. This leaves them with, I don't know, I just didn't think about it, which, you know, is actually pretty accurate. Maybe not satisfying, but accurate. One of the reasons they make these less than ideal choices is that adult life involves lots of situations where we're faced with a choice that offers an an immediate small reward, but a larger punishment later. For example, staying up too late to watch a movie is fun in the moment, but painful the next day. Impulse buying is exciting at the time, but problematic when the credit card bill arrives. As kids, we have adults around us who know these things and prevent us from making these kinds of choices. As adults, though, we're expected to be able to do this for ourselves, which is easier said than done for those with ADHD. Another reason people with ADHD make these problematic choices is that they may not do enough planning ahead, so they'll have to figure out things on the spot. We use forethought to look ahead to see likely challenges and think about what kinds of responses will probably work best. To predict the future accurately, we have to be able to stop and think about how similar situations worked out in the past, evaluate current circumstances, mentally sort through our options, and choose the best one. So there's a lot going on there, even if it occurs in an instant. Without this ability, people with ADHD are forced to constantly reinvent the wheel and make things up on the spot, often with predictable results. Of course, for this forethought to work well, we have to have a pretty good idea of what's going on so that we can prepare for the right situation. 
This involves both self-awareness as well as awareness of other people and outside events. Therefore, we have to monitor all of these internal and external events as they unfold so that we can plan and respond accordingly. To work well, this monitoring requires a gap between stimulus and response. We have to be able to take in, in all of this information and think about it before doing anything. This means not just reacting to the most obvious aspects of the situation, but also considering the more subtle parts. Unfortunately, people with ADHD tend to react too quickly and without looking at the full picture of what's going on. When they do stop and take stock, they drop bits and pieces out of their working memory when mentally manipulating all the various details of the current situation and comparing their options to what to do next. As a result, they may respond in a way that fits only part of the situation, but looks like bad judgment when you consider their forgotten pieces. For example, during a meeting with their boss, a person may go into a long story about an interaction with a customer without noticing that her boss is looking at his watch and giving signs of needing to stop. If she had noticed that, she could have cut her story short and gotten to the important question that she needed to ask but ran out of time for. Or if they need to create a multi-step plan, they may have trouble putting all those steps into the optimal order, a skill known as sequencing. As a result, people with ADHD lose efficiency when they need to go back to a step they hadn't planned for or forgot. Perhaps a classic example of this is a child who tells his parents at dinner that he has a science project due the next day, not figuring into his planning that he should have gotten supplies from the store earlier in the day or week. Parents love those moments. This brings up the idea of being able to sense when events are slipping away from us and changing course to get things back on track. In addition to drifting off onto the you know, wrong activities, people with ADHD may not notice when it's time to change gears to do something else. In both cases, whether it's doing something they shouldn't or not doing something they should, it's a matter of being out of sync with the current situation. The ultimate goal of hindsight and forethought is to create the best possible future by managing their interactions in the present most effectively. People with ADHD often have trouble following through with these plans, even if they know how to create them. For example, they can tell others how to handle situations, but can't follow their own advice. This is frustrating for family members and others who don't understand why the person with ADHD doesn't plan ahead more or follow the plans that he does create. It's not that he can't ever create these plans, it's just that he doesn't do it often enough, so he winds up flying by the seat of his pants. This is where the, in, the indignant lectures often occur, even though they don't really address the real problem. I can appreciate the frustration, but lectures aren't part of the solution. Rather, the solution lies in setting things up to make it more likely that the person with ADHD will stop long enough to consider those lessons from the past before jumping into action. We'll cover various strategies for pulling this off in upcoming podcasts. Our next episode will be, what's in a name? Attention deficit or a deficit in attention regulation? Attention deficit implies that people with ADHD don't have enough attention, but the real problem is that they don't control their attention effectively. Mostly, they get distracted and shift their attention when they should have stayed on the original task. Sometimes, though, they stay glued on something when they really should have shifted. So stay tuned.
Until next time, thanks for lending me your attention.